the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Pro-America Report on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Pro-America Report. This is Ryan Haidt. I am your guest host today, filling in for Mr. Ed Martin, who's out on assignment. And I am glad to be with you. We've got a lot to cover today. Uh, First of all, let me remind you right off the bat, head over to ProAmericaReport.com. ProAmericaReport.com. There you will find these uh, podcasts, the standalone segments, all of the notes, all of the links, everything that you need, all the resources to accompany this wonderful show you'll find over there. And also at ProAmericaReport.com, you can sign up for the daily email. You'll get an email every morning from Ed uh, to your inbox that's got a few links. It's got a couple things that you need to know. And uh, in this nice tight package, it will get you informed and ready to go for your day uh, of being another American activist on the conservative side uh, of the movement. And we appreciate you uh, doing all of those things and being here with us today. So uh, before we get into the uh, to the wink for today, the what you need to know, uh, I want to go ahead and let you know, first of all, we are going to replay uh, John Schlafly's interview from yesterday. I think it's incredibly important. It's on topic uh, for a little bit of what we're going to continue to go into today. So I want everyone to hear that again. Uh, but we have a new guest uh, who's never joined the show before that I was uh, happy to talk to. And uh, again, we're going to kind of flesh out this conversa- uh, conversation that we've been having this week about everything that's gone on about Trump, the deep state, and uh, uh, all of the establishment weight that is coming down from big media, big government, our direction. So uh, those are a couple of great interviews and want to make sure you stick around for them. But uh, let's get into it today. So what you need to know, uh, if you have been listening along with us this week, uh, you're aware it, it almost feels like we're repeating ourselves uh, when we talk about uh, uh, what we've had to cover this week from the uh, Trump arraignment uh, to the media glee over his indictment in this upcoming uh, court case. Uh, yesterday, we talked about uh, um, the B- uh, the big media, Biden administration. The Democrats are all actually empowering Trump without even realizing it with what they're doing to him. Uh, Tuesday, we talked quite a bit about uh, a January 6th hearing that was going on, some truth being spoken in Congress on that topic for the first time since Nancy Pelosi's unselect committee on January 6th. All of this ties together in an incredibly important way, and I'd like to highlight that for you. I'd like to bring this all together and uh, point towards something that's a, another good resource you should look at, but also just kind of put this into a different light. So uh, here's, here's what you need to know. Here's, here's the sum up. Here in America, we will never find solutions if we can't see the problems. Let me say that again. America will never create solutions if we cannot see the problems. Um, this actually, I, I, I just a full transparency, this wonderful phrasing comes from a similar phrase uh, from the great uh, Christian author and writer and thinker, uh, G.K. Chesterton. But I think it's um, incredibly applicable to where we are, especially this week in America and how revealing it is to not just now, uh, to not just the last few years, the Trump era, but really to the last several decades, the 20th century rolling into the 21st here in America. 
And this is an incredibly important point that I think Tucker, uh, in his uh, episode three this week on, uh, of Tucker on Twitter, really nailed down that we need to talk about and understand. And I want to make sure that our, our wonderful uh, listeners here at the Pro-America Report um, understand this point. So first of all, let me highlight that. Go and watch if you haven't, after you're done with this segment and this, this podcast, uh, this radio show on the air, wherever you're listening. Make sure you go and actually watch episode three of uh, Tucker on Twitter. I believe he titled it America's Principle are at stake. And I'd like to riff off of that a little bit and and explain maybe a couple of other things. Tucker went straight for the heart of uh, why the hatred is mounted so much against Donald Trump from media, from government. And uh, Tucker also did an excellent job. And so did John, which is why we're going to replay this John Schlafly, um, really kind of nailing down what the deep state is, what that means. So let me encourage you. Here's, Here's the problem. And we can't fix it if we don't know how to see it, as we've just discussed. Here's the problem. It's multifaceted, so it feels sometimes difficult to get into all of these things. But but let's go down a couple of different paths first. So, uh, first of all, do not listen whenever uh, big media, whenever big government, whenever whatever big it is, your, uh, you know, academia, all of academia, all of Hollywood, all of the media, all of all of these places tell you uh, that uh, this deep state nonsense, this is just a conspiracy. No, this is a legitimate phrase uh, that has long been used uh, in, you know, synonymously with other things. Phyllis Schlafly called it the Kingmakers in her 1964 uh, work, A Choice Not an Echo. She ran forward with that. I know the, the listeners of Rush will call it the establishment. Uh, we've called it the deep state. We call it the elites, uh, the ruling class. There is a faction of people that are this permanent government. I think that's the phrasing that John Schlafly used, or good good phrase, permanent government. This This massive just blob of bureaucrats and political appointees and all of these people who are completely unelected and unaccountable. They do not change over every time we have an election. They do not get replaced in office when we replace our legislators and our uh, president, and then he replaces the cabinet members. And even when a Supreme Court justice retires or dies and someone is in, you know, filled into his spot, federal judges retire. We see the change over here, but there's this massive world, this huge administrative state that never changes. I can't think of a better word for that or a better phrase or name for that than the deep state. This huge blob that never goes away. These people like Dr. Anthony Fauci who become entrenched for decades, 50 plus years. He was a federal employee. These people get a hold of power. And what's the natural, you know, what is the natural human response? Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. We know this. So when we're looking at it, never let anyone, first off, tell you that this isn't a real thing. It is. There's this huge blob of people, uh, and I I don't, not people that are blobs, you know what I mean, this this giant conglomerate, this thing. It's not a lean and sleek federal government. It's not divided into departments and, you know, checks and balances and different uh, branches. There's the word, branches is what I was looking for. Um, It's not that anymore. It's this giant amorphous thing, this blob of, of, of bureaucracy. And they are permanently there. They're permanently in power. It never changes over. And they hate whenever anyone comes and uh, let alone, you know, challenges their power, but just acknowledges their existence. That truth speaker is a threat. 
So when a Tucker Carlson hops on Twitter and begins to pull back the layers and talk about how their hatred of Donald Trump is actually connected back to the Bush administration and weapons of mass destruction in Iraq and how we've destabilized regions of the world. When someone like a Tucker speaks that, they hate it. When a Donald Trump steps forward and starts to peel these things back, as Tucker so aptly pointed out, uh, some of these things about WMDs and different points at which the government has known and lied about things in order to pursue their own agenda of power accumulation and money making and all of these things. Um, Whenever someone steps up to speak the truth, that person becomes their primary target. And here's what you, here's what you need to know is this is this is bringing it back to what we started talking about. This is the problem. We have a lot of problems in America. Make no mistake. We have policy issues. We have disagreements. We have morality that we must talk about. Uh, we have free speech that has to be covered. But above it all is this incredible power of speaking the truth and making sure that those people are heard. Shutting down the argument, and again, I feel like you know we're talking over the same topic here, but it's incredibly important. It has come up several different ways uh, with Ed uh, Ed's testimony this week at uh, the uh, the uh, field house hearing on January sixth, uh, uh, conducted by Congressman Matt Gates uh, with Tucker's video with Trump's arraignment. Uh, all of these things are pointing toward the same problem. We need to draw the common thread across it all and understand that. And I think it's incredibly important. Until we do, we will never be able to address the problem. So the problem, this deep state, this permanent government that sits there cannot be challenged. Otherwise, they begin to lose their power. So what will they have to do? Shut down the truth speakers. This demands of us that we understand how important it is. It doesn't matter if we wholly agree with and uh, love everything that Tucker says or Donald Trump says or James O'Keefe says or any of these people who are fighting for the truth, fighting to bring the truth out into the light. You don't have to agree with their opinions and, and believe that they are right about everything in those opinions. You need to understand and I need to understand how important it is to protect that right, that responsibility to speak the truth, to ask questions toward the truth, to dissent to, uh, and we're going to get into that here in the next segment, to dissent against the system's opinion, the narrative that we're supposed to believe or that's being told to us by the official side. This is incredibly powerful and important, and we need to understand that for decades, this same thing has been coming along, whether it was Ronald Reagan fighting against uh, the establishment kingmakers in the GOP, or whether it was uh, uh, conservatives fighting against globalist tendencies in the Bush administration, or the election of Donald Trump and the public, um, or not public, the populist uh uh, uh, wave that came with that. These are all tied together. This is the same problem. And I think that we need to understand that or we're never going to be able to address it and find solutions. So that's what you need to know. If we're ever going to fix it and find solutions, we have to see the problem. There you go. Join us at the next segment. We're going to get a little bit deeper into this and what our response is. I hope you come back. Don't forget, go to ProAmericaReport.com and you will find all of these things, all the resources, the links that we're talking about, plus the standalone segments, and you can send them to your friends later. Sign up for the email list while you're there. And we'll be right back here with Mr. Andrew Muller and John Schlafly here on the Pro America Report. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the Pro-America Report. This is Ryan Height, your guest host for today, still stepping in here for Mr. Ed Martin while he is out on assignment. And uh, I wanted to come and kind of transition from our first segment here into a similar conversation. Uh, If you joined us earlier, the What You Need to Know, we were talking about some of the, well, some of the deep state things that are going on, making the definitions clear, making the connections clear, talking a little bit about Tucker and how he's pulling back the curtain on this, uh, why it's important to understand all of these things. But I wanted to kind of uh, uh, dovetail into that, a conversation that I actually had earlier with someone uh, and uh, just keep going on that topic, but in a little bit of a different direction. So uh, for this segment, I've asked uh, Mr. Andrew Muller to join me. Andrew is uh, a a good uh, friend of our day job, Ed and I, the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. We've known him for a number of years, and he's actually in a little bit of a transition right now. He is currently exiting his role for several years now at the Pillar Foundation, uh, which is a wonderful homeschool uh, resource center uh, in St. Louis, Missouri. They have a lot of really neat outside the typical core curriculum things. So there's worldview training, speech, debate, uh, you know, macro economics. A lot of neat things happen there for students who are hungry for that kind of knowledge. But he also has been the director of the Teen Eagle Organization. This is our high school affiliate of the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles uh, for a number of years there. He's an alum of the organization himself, as I was back in the day, even before him. Uh, But currently he is moving on. He's about to start doing some work here in connection with uh, Alex Newman, who I know uh, you and I know as a friend of this show, uh, also a friend of the Eagles, but Alex Newman, the Liberty Sentinel organization that he runs, uh, the New American, Andrew's going to start getting involved and doing some work over there. So I wanted to pull him on and kind of pick his brain about this because there's, there is just an incredible amount of things happening in our news media today. We just talked about it here in the first segment. You've got Trump being indicted and arraigned. We have Tucker Carlson talking about the deep state going all the way back to weapons of mass destruction. We've got uh, uh, swimmers in, in college athletics just desperately trying to compete with people that are their own sex uh, and high schoolers not able to walk across uh, the graduation stage because of something they said that there are only two genders. This is just running amok and we need to know what to do about it. So uh, let me, let me pose this question to you first here, Andrew, and then we just need to dive off for a few minutes of conversation. What, what do all of these things have in common? All of these people who are speaking something that's unpopular and then what we need to do about it. What's the common thread here? What are these people doing in society and, and how do we need to stand up for them? Well, Ryan, thanks for having me on the Pro-America Report. Appreciate uh, the invitation. Really, the common theme, Ryan, is that these people are speaking common, basic, obvious truths. That's the first thing we need to tackle, is that these higher-ups at the elitist level, we call it the deep state. Well, what is the deep state, Ryan? The deep state is this permanent bureaucracy. These people that don't have names, don't have faces to the American public eye. They're unelected, but they pull the strings. They pull the strings at the FBI, the CIA, uh, the even at the global level, the World Economic Forum, uh, the World Health Organization. These people, these petty tyrants that want to cancel, eradicate, and snuff out people who speak basic truths. You know, it was G.K. Chesterton uh, who said this quote, which is brilliant, and it's that every high civilization decays by forgetting obvious things. And these truth tellers who come out, whether that be Donald Trump, whether that be Ed Martin or Ryan Haidt or Alex Newman or... Lord willing, Andrew Muller, uh, if we have the ability to come out and speak to the petty tyrants, speak against the deep state and say, you know what? No, there are only two genders, XY and XX chromosomes. You either have one or the other. It doesn't take a you know, PhD in biology to figure that out. Uh, it doesn't take a PhD in economics to figure out that private property and capitalism and 
earning the fruits of your own labor is the best economic system. You don't have to be an expert in these things, but we've witnessed this shift. And Ryan, I know you and I talked about this uh, on an earlier program we did today, but the movie Braveheart, excellent, excellent movie. But uh, the point of the Braveheart for those who have seen it is that you had King Edward Longshanks of England who was attacking uh, Scotland and you had William Wallace, this Braveheart type figure who led this group of Scottish revolutionaries against the king. It was a huge grassroots movement actually based on a historical truth. This uh, happened. And William Wallace rose, led this grassroots army against the king. And the king, though he was kind of dying out and his reign was teetering off a little bit. And these revolutionaries in Scotland seemed as though they'd win the day. They captured the leader of this revolution and tortured them. And they kept saying, if you remember the movie, as they're executing him in a brutal fashion, kiss the ring of the king. Repent of what you've done. Say you regretted it and we'll just kill you in peace. And then in his dying breath, William Wallace cries out freedom and energizes the revolution. And they go on to win the Battle of Bannockburn and reclaim Scottish independence. The same is true in a sense, which is happening in America. The elitists are trying to kill our morale. They're trying to kill the truth tellers and their morale, whether that be canceling them off of social media, whether that be indicting them and arraigning them and fingerprinting them in a courthouse in Miami, whatever the case may be, these petty tyrants want to intimidate us out of the victory that we have in this country uh, and the freedoms and the organic law and the ideas that were enshrined in our Declaration of Independence that we have God-given rights, inalienable rights given by God to us and governments instituted among men deriving their powers, not from the deep state, but from the people. They want to intimidate us out of that. And the remedy to that is speaking basic truths and fighting against this tyranny. And, you know, it was Billy Graham, the evangelist, the uh, amazing preacher. He said, when a brave man takes a stand, the spines of others are often stiffened, stiffened. And that's what's neat. That is what needs to happen. You know, you mentioned Tucker, Ryan, uh, in your intro. Tucker has been posting to Twitter these amazing monologues. He just posted his third one uh, on Mm -hmm. the 13th. And he's talking about standing up against the deep state. He's dropping truth bombs, basic, fundamental realities, obvious things. So what's the remedy, you might ask, listener? Well, in my opinion, I think the remedy is supporting these people who speak obvious things, whether that be partaking in an idea of a parallel economy and shopping at somewhere else. Don't shop at Target. Don't shop at Starbucks. Support companies that support your values. Tune into media that supports your values and supports the truth. The remedy to this deep state mentality these petty tyrants are pushing is to support the truth tellers with our money, with our prayers, with our voices, to have tough conversations with people, to have conversations that invoke these very basic, obvious principles and to share it relentlessly. And ultimately, the truth is on our side and we can win. So, Andrew, if I'm if I'm hearing you correctly, which I'm pretty sure I am, and I don't think you left much room for any of us to disagree or or wonder, it's essentially that uh, it really is sometimes just as simple as saying 
the basic, honest, obvious truths out loud uh, that we're being told and, and, and kowtowed into being quiet about. And in fact, that uh, another point is it doesn't matter almost if we wholly agree with or endorse these leaders, if we like mean tweets or if we like sarcasm and uh, long hair and Oxford uh, shirts from, uh, from Tucker. It doesn't matter about all these things. What matters is when someone is speaking up against the status quo, that person needs our support because that very ability to speak against the status quo is just uniquely American. I mean, would you, would you agree? Is that what you're, is that what you're saying? That's kind of a fundamental of this country that we have to preserve. hundred percent, Ryan, because we have the first amendment for a reason. It's the first one. And this idea of dissent that you mentioned is a key principle of American Republican form of government. The answer to the speech crisis and the cancellation of speech is more speech. The answer to censorship is more speech. Free speech is always the answer, the exchanging of ideas. And you know what? That might cause you to get offended. And we all need to learn to get accustomed to being offended. If you go out there and speak the truth and exercise your rights, other people may very well exercise their rights to dissent against what you're saying. But ultimately, that's healthy because you know what that does? It stimulates the pursuit of truth. If it's handled properly and people approach the discussion of free speech with a heart of truth. And ultimately, the only way to do that is to know what absolute truth is. And my perspective on that as a biblical Christian is in the scriptures and God's holy word, the Bible. But the answer to censorship is less censorship and more speech. And that's what I'm appreciative about with Tucker and Elon and what they're doing on Twitter. And Tucker's killing it. He's blowing it up. I'm looking at the numbers as we're talking. 89.8 million views on his last post. Uh, 57.7 on the one before that, 117 on the one before that. It's just incredible. And this is the answer to censorship, more speech. More speech. Well, there you go. I thought this was a a great uh, topic that we would want to continue having here, like Andrew said. And I'll go ahead and shamelessly plug. If you want, hop on every Thursday at noon live. You'll head over to the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles uh, Rumble or YouTube. You'll find us, Unauthorized Caucus. We talk about these things. And uh, like I said, dovetailing off the what you need to know, where this is coming from and the behind the scenes, I think it's so important to understand what the answer is. And the answer is to just keep speaking these basic common truths and to support uh, relentlessly the folks who are doing it. Because if they get uh, if they can take down Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson and all of their apparatus, uh, they can, in fact, silence you and I. So we must continue to speak. We must continue to dissent. It is our unique and historic American responsibility. So uh, there you go. Straight from uh, straight from Mr. Mueller, a good friend of, uh, of all conservatives everywhere and someone who we're going to hear from a lot more. Thank you, Andrew, for joining us uh, today. I appreciate your voice. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. All right, everyone, uh, don't forget, head over to ProAmericaReport.com. We're going to be right back after the break here with another great interview. Uh, but uh, there at ProAmerica Report, you'll get this uh, standalone segment, all the podcasts and all the notes and links and everything else, and uh, you won't want to miss it there. So we'll see you right after the break, uh, back here on the Pro America Report. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. Time to ch- catch up with John Schlafly, our old friend John Schlafly. He is one half of the dynamic duo, the Schlafly Brothers, who produce each week the Schlafly Report, available over at townhall.com, uh, uh, printed in various uh, websites. We were talking, John, last week or so, one of the uh, key websites where it's published, uh, also available at, archived at phyllisschlafly.com. This week's column, Deep State Declares War on Trump Voters. All right, John, first of all, um, I know this is a, a knee deep in it, but um, the, the column is all about the um, indictment down in uh, Florida. But 
as to the sort of 50,000 foot view, what's going on here? I mean, I know that's what the column says, but what do you feel? Well, I, Ed, I feel that uh, what we call the deep state, which is includes, uh, you know, originally, I guess that primarily talked about the CIA, but uh, it now is basically the permanent government um, who feels that they're more powerful than any elected official. So uh, they brought this indictment against uh, Trump in an effort to uh, stop him from running for re-election next year. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, the fact that the attorney general appointed uh, one man whose only job was to, Alan Dershowitz says, get Trump and to indict Trump. And now uh, now that he's brought the indictment, lawyers said inappropriately that he's going to try and get a speedy trial in order to get it over with before the election. So that's what we're up against. And the question is, are we, are the, we the people uh, going to control our government or are, is, are these um, unelected employees of various federal departments, are they going to control the government the way they control it now under the Biden administration? John, you know, you know, I was, John, I remember asking, you and I went to see General Jack Singlob, very famous um, American um, um, hero, Army general, and um, who we knew well, who died in the last year or two uh, at 100 years old. But we sat with him. He was an original, young, 25, 23-year-old member of the OSS when they were in World War II while Bill Donovan was the head of it. They went behind enemy lines. They went uh, all over. And and then they were, I think I'm right when I say that, then they were disbanded. The OSS was set up for the war, and it was disbanded. It it turned into the CIA eventually, but there was a period where it was, I think, intentionally disbanded. But but be that as it may, or however the facts are in that, I remember asking General Jack Singlob, who had his career uh, of 50 years in the OSS, CIA, Army, and then as a civilian in helping fight communism, about the deep state. And I said, what's the deal with the deep state? And he said... There's no such thing as a deep state as a deep state, like one big group. And, and he paused, you know, 90 something years old when I was asking them this. And he said, and he paused, and I thought, oh, he's going to, he's going to try to tell me there's no such thing as a deep state. And he said, there, there are forces that are acting together that are permanent in the government. And that's the way he described it. In other words, the deep state, I, I sometimes worry people you say the deep state and they think you're, you're seeing, you know, ghosts where there are shadows, but, but when it's a coordinated effort, and said differently in this, with regard to the, the, this, uh, indictment, it's the, it's the powers of the presidency. It's the powers of the intelligence community. It's the powers of the media all being used in a direction to get Trump. And that, that feels some, uh, you know, that, that's the, it's bigger than the deep state. So, but John, um, I hate to say it. How do you beat that? It, it's everybody on the other side. You know, Tucker Carlson's commentary the other night about, you know, the one thing you can't say is that they lied about the Iraqi war and weapons of mass destruction. Because and he said a line, if you remember, he said something like, you know, the the people uh, that are hurt by that and in both parties, it's really one party. He said it's hard to imagine how you beat that, John. Um, Well, uh, Donald Trump is determined 
to keep fighting it and to survive. So I think he is depending on a core of the American people who would back him. And, um, you know, particular fight over the indictment brought by special counsel Jack Smith is just beginning. Uh, and uh, there are others waiting in the wings. In fact, even Jack Smith himself was tasked with bringing a second indictment against Trump relating to January 6th. We don't really know where that stands. But the, this indictment, the one that uh, I'm pleaded not guilty to just yesterday, you know, with 37 counts, the 31 of which are duplicated. Basically, it's the allegation is that Trump willfully retained documents 1 through 31. So 31 documents. I don't know what's in the documents, except that they were documents that Trump had a right to possess when he was president. And so, to my mind, that makes them presidential documents and subject to negotiation between the former president and the archives, for which there's no deadline. Um, so it's just an outrage that these documents, which whether or not they contain contained what used to be national security information. Anything that's in those documents would have been long since obsolete anyway. They just only have historical value now. And the idea that Trump would be criminal, uh, sent to prison for failing to hand over these 31 documents, which he uh, were part of his presidential White House office and part of his work in the White House as president. I mean, it's just an outrage. It's never happened before, and it should never be a criminal matter. And uh, there's got to be, um, it may go to the Supreme Court to see what will eventually happen to this case. Uh, John, John Schlafly is our guest. His column over at townhall.com and available at phyllisschlafly.com is this week as Deep State declares war on Trump voters. Um, John, I mentioned in my open that it feels like this is, somehow this feels like they're going after us. I mean, I've always been relatively Trumpish in terms of my interest on positions as well as him. But I, more and more people, I think, feel like when you say that in the headline here that uh, declares war on Trump voters, they're not going after Trump. They're going after us. Well, that's right. And, of course, uh, Joe Biden you know, is, is constantly railing against what he calls MAGA Republicans. And, of course, MAGA Republicans, which are the majority, a large majority of Republicans, so he's talking about the large majority, well over half or two-thirds, of the other party. And uh, Biden is trying to demonize this large segment of the American people uh, and try to basically you know, isolate them and uh, marginalize them from having any legitimate role in our system. And that's what the Justice Department is now trying to do. And it's what the other departments who respond to the cues from uh, the deep state and the Biden administration are also trying to do. So it is a scary situation, Ed. I, I, I've got to, you've got to agree that. But uh, we're the 2024 election is now coming into view, and uh, American people eventually will have their say.
John, what what happens next in terms of the uh, of the matter? I mean, you know, the depiction over the course of the arraignment on Tuesday was, you know, like a, I said, a combination of a, of a state funeral and a and a a, um, a a tailgate between Trump's events where he was people singing happy birthday and then the coverage of the of the uh, motorcade. But what happens next in terms of the, the your bet on the lawsuit? Well, it's going to take a long time, right? Well, it's funny that after he left the federal courthouse where <laughs> where I've been, yeah, uh, and then he went to the the landmark Cuban restaurant, which has been there for fifty years, called Versailles, yeah. and uh, I've been there too. And he received a hero's welcome from the <laughs> mostly right. Cuban American people who own and patronize that. You know, it's a very large restaurant that serves that has served. Uh, Cuban-American cuisine for the last 50 years. So, um, you know, and so that was, you know, a good way to come down. From well, I, th- I, I think that they and they may they, they the Cuban-Americans, they may uh, know what for when it comes to they watching. Knew. They what, know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, right. You know, this is not new to them. Yeah. No, we're in another. And of course, these are yeah. the children or grandchildren of the people who escaped from Castro. But yeah. uh, they've nevertheless uh, learned <laughs> they, that through they, their their mother's they, milk. They recognize it. All right, John, I got to go, unfortunately. I'm out of time. John Schlafly, everybody, go over to uh, townhall.com or phyllisschlafly.com and read his column. Be right back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. Uh, back in a moment. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Pro-America Report. We're going to wrap things up here at the end of the show. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for supporting this uh, great program, and thank you for supporting Ed and his work uh, to get the truth to you, to talk to interesting guests, to uh, educate not just you and, and me, but him himself as he gets to learn from these folks. It's a wonderful endeavor, and we appreciate you so much. It wouldn't happen without you, the listener, uh, who faithfully um, makes sure to, to tune in and then send this and share it with friends and family. So thank you. Uh, and I'll also give you your other reminder. Go to ProAmericaReport.com. That's the best place to go find it. Share it from there and uh, send it on to someone else. That's where you'll find all of the standalones, all the podcasts, all of the links, the notes, uh, everything that you need, the resources related to this show. Uh, but let me go ahead and tell you about one more opportunity. I know Ed probably will as well. We're going to talk about it a lot next week because we're going to be in the middle of it. But there is an event. If this kind of thing is interesting and exciting to you, I'm going to tell you about a live stream event that you need to know about. Our 30th annual Phyllis Schlafly Collegians Summit, the leadership summit for college students, uh, but you're invited to anyone. We, we've always uh, allowed conservatives uh, of every age, uh, anyone who identifies <laughs> as, a, as a young person, as an activist in the conservative movement, uh, to steal a phrase from the left there, uh, we welcome you. So uh, please share this particularly with college uh, students that you know, with students uh, of any age, high school or college, but uh, we want everyone to tune in and benefit from the great information. The 30th annual Phil Schlafly Collegians Leadership Summit is coming up next Tuesday, June the 20th at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. So 5 o'clock Eastern Time, 4 Central, 3 Mountain, 2 Pacific, you know the drill. Sign in and make sure that you are watching the Phyllis Schlafly Collegians Leadership Summit. This year's theme is the power of patriotism. Uh, that was very important to Phyllis Schlafly, uh, our old boss, uh, who uh, Ed and I both uh, worked with until she passed away in 2016. And we have continued to keep it uh, over here at the day job. 
that we have at the forefront of what we do. Uh, one of Phyllis's favorite phrases was for God, family, and country, the work that we are doing for God, family, and country. She understood not just that America's awesome, but why America is great. And that's why it was so important when uh, folks like Trump have come forward and, and resonated that mess uh, and, and spoken that message, make America great again. It resonated so much with Phyllis Schlafly, with her followers, supporters, with conservatives everywhere, because we understand it's not just nationalism for the sake of nationalism. It's not just, yay, America, fireworks, guns, freedom, and things like that. It's America is wonderful, and we love her because of what she stands for, because of freedom and liberty, reliance upon each other, your community, self-reliance, because of self-governance, because of the rule of law, because of the uh, due process that we have uh, put into our civil laws to afford to people. America stands for something. She stands for several things, and those things are what we love. That is why I am patriotic. I love our nation. I love our flag. It's not just because it's a pretty flag. It's not just because, yeah, America. It's because of what it stands for. So we're going to be talking about that with a lot of incredible people. People next Tuesday. Uh, again, Tuesday night, uh, 5 o'clock Eastern Time. Go to phyllislafley.com slash collegians. There you can register for this event. You will get notified. You'll get links. You'll be able to watch the whole thing uh, streaming. And it is going to be an incredible night from about 5 o'clock until later on into the evening. Uh, we're going to be going through some incredible people, congressmen. Uh, we're going to have activists and experts, leaders in the conservative movement. Uh, just a few I know that are coming. Uh, uh, Catherine Engelbrecht of True the Vote. She is an awesome force for securing and maintaining the integrity of U.S. elections. The very mechanism of our representative republic. She's going to be with us. Mike Davis, an incredible voice on judicial activism and fighting back against a leftist bench, fighting back against um, everything that would seek to tear away our uh, textualist, originalist uh, judicial system, the federal judiciary that ought to be in its proper role. Mike is an incredible resource on that. Uh, we're also going to talk to some other folks. Mike Howell from the Heritage uh, Action uh, Group. I think the Heritage Oversight Project. I forget the name of the specific thing, but the, uh, he's going to be there as well. There are some great voices, some excellent people to learn from, to be inspired by, that we are going to hear from. It's growing all the time, and it's going to be a really neat program. I hope you will join us and be with us, because that is going to be something that I believe will help us kick off this next year, year and a half that we're running up toward the 2024 election, to understand not just the politics, but the values behind what we're fighting for. To understand not just the nationalist, yay, you know, good for my nation, but why that matters and why we love America. There are so many incredibly important things that we need to know, and there are some really important foundations and values beneath it all. This is going to be a great opportunity for us to all get together and do that, and especially this is geared toward students, toward the next generation of leadership, our high school and college in particular students that are coming up to stand in the gap for our nation and speak the truth, as we've just talked about a lot this show, to speak the truth, to be bold, to say the uh, common, ordinary, average things that we don't even maybe think should have to be said, but they do. And we need to speak them boldly so that we gather to us all of those who agree and support it and will help us move forward uh, in maintaining the freedom that our wonderful nation has so grateful, uh, has, has given to us and the people who have, uh, who have sacrificed so much uh, to protect that and maintain it and that uh, they've graciously given to us of themselves uh, to make it go forward. So it's an incredibly important thing, uh, the power of patriotism. We're going to talk about it Tuesday night. Go to phyllislafley.com slash collegians. Uh, you will not be sorry. And don't forget... 
Go to ProAmericaReport.com. That's where you'll get all of the resources, the uh, standalones, and the podcasts for this show, the Pro America Report. Grateful to Ed for being such a solid leader on this and marching forward with great interviews and uh, great uh, what you need to know and all the other things. Uh, Looking forward to him being back tomorrow. Uh, Grateful to Noah Dingley, our fearless technical director, who's always uh, getting our technicalities going and keeping us on time. And uh, grateful for all of the folks uh, out there that listen and support this show by sharing it, by bringing on board family and friends and your uh, your, uh, co-workers and and all of your sphere of influence, bringing them into understanding what America is about, why we love her, what we can do to protect her. So uh, until the next time, until tomorrow, thank you for joining us. And we will see you tomorrow right back here on the Pro-America Report. Pro-America Report on The Answer, San Diego. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.